0: Hi, I'm Jenny Yang, and this is my substack, Everything's Fine with Jenny Yang. Thursday, March 17th. Fuck the anti-Asian haters. We need more Abby energy I had to cosplay Abby from Turning Red for you guys. So I'm writing this on Wednesday, March 16th, and I'm trying not to be bummed out. One year ago, eight people were murdered in Atlanta, six of whom were Asian women, and one year later, we are still seeing disgusting acts of anti-Asian hate against us, especially against women and the elderly. It's hard to see a recent headline like, man hit woman in the head 125 times because she was Asian, officials say. And not let that pierce my raw Scorpio heart. How did you react a year ago? After the Atlanta spa shootings, I was low-key depressed for like an entire month. Barely got anything done. I was so fucking angry. Angry about the sick, obsessive racism that makes Asian women targets. I was ready to punch people in the face (sighs) when they would say that this quote, wasn't a hate crime and to call it a hate crime would be a disgrace to true hate crimes, end quote. End quote. It was just a religious kid who hated himself for desiring sex workers, end quote. They did not say sex workers. They said the P word. And yes, um, those are actual quotes by older white dudes that I used to work for. Yeah. I was not going to be gaslit by our abusers. Fuck that. I knew what I was seeing. We all felt it in our bones. So I leaned on our Asian American communities and allies to heal. We raised money, donated, marched, advocated, and tried to practice some hope. My Asian friends bought tasers and took self-defense classes. And I heard through family members that Asian gun hobbyists were secretly patrolling Orange County here in Southern California in an attempt to defend against the assaults. But is any of that enough? I don't know the way to end anti-Asian violence. But what I do know is we need more motherfucking Abby energy. Yes. Side note, obviously the rest of this will be spoilery. You've been warned. If you haven't seen Turning Red... Here's the wiki summary, quote, set in Toronto, Ontario in 2002, turning red follows Mei Lin or Mei Li, a 13-year-old Chinese Canadian student who transforms into a giant red panda when she gets into a state of strong emotion. Okay, I mean, I identify with Mei Mei a lot, but my absolute heart is Abby. Abby is the truth. The culture requires an Abby spinoff. I'm, and I mean, like, I would love to see a spinoff of most of the characters, TBH, Abby, Priya, all of the aunties. And I did see this fanfic qu- uh, fanfic queer reimagining of the turning red gang from Tumblr linked in the post and was obviously like many of us, we had the same idea. So if you see in my post, here is my fanfic inspo moment I that I screenshotted for a very queer Priya spinoff. You know, it's a party montage. It gave us like a glimpse of something more. Anyway, sorry for the weird reflection from my TV. I literally took this photo of my TV from my phone. LOL. Abby is pure, chaotic, good energy. She's dorky and intense. And she says exactly how she feels. She's the ultimate hype team. And she will curse you out in Korean if you come incorrect. Okay? Chugule? Anyway, that's just my... (laughs) I know all the bad stuff. You always need an Abby on your side when shit goes down or if you require a level of Machiavellian leadership for whatever the homies need. Like in the movie, Abby is the enforcer to keep out May's bully from patronizing their side hustle. She's the one who counts the money for the whole scheme. Also, she and I are both what some would call, quote, food motivated. (laughs) And for no other reason, I don't know, other than fun, Here are two absolutely identical Abby mood boards. Yes, you have to see the visuals for yourself. Everything in my life prepared me for this moment. I did cosplay Abby and there are two mood boards, Abby's original faces and my faces. Yeah. Please get this printed and laminated for me in full color. Thank you. My love for Abby is not just because I used to look just like her. Uh, used to, she says, but I love Abby because her scheming-ass mind and intensity is how I felt at that age, but I totally had to hold back. Like, back then, none of my friends were free and open about their weirdness or horniness, okay? Thanks to immigrant and religious oppression. Repression. <laughs> uh, Fortune and slip. My friends all wanted to be popular and conform so badly, and I tried that for a while, and then I couldn't anymore, much to my social punishment. The anti-Asian violence and the murder of George Floyd Jr. during the pandemic has prompted a collective consciousness-raising event for a lot of Asian Americans. Apolitical corporate Yelp and Boba Asians are out here yelling, stop, Asian hate, what? They were finally realizing they needed to have the language to understand what was happening to our community beyond just being concerned about not getting promoted and breaking through the bamboo ceiling. Every damn Asian (laughs) community... Let me say that again. Every damn Asian comedian I knew who never talked about their race before were all of a sudden talking to me about Kathy Park Hong's minor feelings. Y'all, our minor feelings became major in a very short amount of time. More Asian Americans than ever wanted to do something, so we had to learn quickly how to organize our new activists while not feeding into us versus them mentalities or the anti-black racism that does more harm than good. So did we learn to do that? I'm going to say it. We got a lot more work to do. Let's channel that Abby energy into strengthening our communities, especially low-income service workers, sex workers, and the elderly in our communities, and building solidarity with black, brown, and indigenous allies. That is the only way we can all get through this always and forever, truly. So just listen to the words of Abby herself. There is a link to a supercut video of Abby's lines from the movie in the post. Let's burn this place to the ground! Fight the power! Destroy her with your big butt! You bomb! And then full body smushing against Red Panda belly fur. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff! We have no choice but to stand Abby and be Abby. It's how we will be stronger, how we will survive. The villain is not each other, especially the others who face racism, sexism, and all the other isms, but whose suffering play out in different ways. It's always white supremacy, always. Yeah, big word, okay, white supremacy, but it's the isms and systems that we all participate in, not just white people. Let's take inspiration from Abby and destroy white supremacy with our big butt! Yeah. So this is just a start. These are three New York City-based organizations we can support. They are working directly to organize the most vulnerable in our Asian communities. First one, the WOW Wow Project. Femme, queer, and trans-led community initiative using art and activism to grow and protect New York City's Chinatown creative culture in a time of rapid change. Red Canary Song, the second organization, excuse me. I ain't going to edit this. Organizing with migrant and Asian sex workers in New York City. Rights, not raids or rescue. Anti-trafficking. Pro-decriminalization. Transnational. And thirdly, Asian American Feminist Collective. It's a New York City-based Asian American feminist group in solidarity. uh, Organizing, politicizing, and talking back. Okay. Bye. That's it. See you next week. I hope you enjoyed this and this very rough one take, first take and only take audio. And if you did enjoy this, please comment and share and stuff. You know, I love being told that I'm pretty. You know what I'm saying? Everyone does. Just, just do it. All right. Bye.